You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know what? what here's, my, here's my problem with Halloween. Here's my, as an adult, right? <laughs> uh, now that I have a kid and you know, he wants to go out for Halloween, he wants to go trick-or-treating, we still go to the store and buy like 50 to $60 worth of candy. Why do we still go out when we have all that candy at home already? All we the kinds I want. You don't even have to do the legwork. It's all there for you. Why are you giving it to other people? Just turn the lights off, go in the other room, turn a movie on, and, and eat all of that candy yourself. And we don't have to sift through the, the bags of candy corn. Like I'm just <laughs> like, I'm going to buy a 300-pack of Mike and Ike's. That's, and that's what I'm going to eat. I don't, I don't need your Necco wafers. Get those out of my face. Uh, I hate kids. <laughs> Hello, everybody. This is Travis. Hey, everybody. This is Brandon. And I just want to... Hey! I just, hey! I just wanna, how, how, how enthusiastically can we say hey? I just want to say that I don't actually hate kids. I know the cold open says otherwise. I know, it was a bit. It's a bit. It's a, it's you a, know? It's a bit. It's like when I, you know, I, I keep a little notebook with all the, the stand-up material I want to put into a stand-up at some point <laughs> in my life. And, and that's, gonna, that's, that's part of the bit, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think I think you can say almost anything so long as it's 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 it was a bit, yeah, right? Right. And 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 nobody records it and can use it against you. We're not recording this now, are we? No. Uh. Uh-uh. Okay. Just just kidding. That was a bit oh. as well. <laughs> hey. All right. All right, guys. This is apathetic enthusiasm. Uh, as we said, I'm Travis. He's Brandon. I'm Brandon. And we we take a look at uh, current articles and popular trends. Some. I don't know psychology stuff. Maybe. Yeah, this is kind of psychological what we're what we're talking about today. A little uh, bit, but of we this. try to, we try to we try to look at that through a pop culture lens uh, best as best we can. Uh, Brandon, you came up with an interesting experiment for us this week. It's uh, well, why don't you just go ahead and explain what you wanted us to do? All right, yeah. So uh, I was just this happened to me this week uh, at work. We we were talking a lot about personality tests and uh like oh uh you you're you're this personality and oh no i'm i'm more I'm more of an outgoing type but i'm but i'm intro- i'm an introverted ex uh you know 
extra, introverted extrovert. That's not a thing. But yeah, it, apathetic it, enthusiasm, oxymorons yeah. abound here. Exactly. And and so when it got to the end of the week and it came down to us talking about um, a, a topic, I thought, you know what? I wonder what Travis's personality is. Um, and compare that to boring, <laughs> boring. <laughs> uh, so we found out that Travis's personality type is, in fact, just the boring personality type. Uh, yeah, it's it's only point zero zero one percent. It's very hard to get, but uh. a- absolutely. Uh, <laughs> so I had done this test, uh, the this um, this Myers Briggs test a uh, couple months back, and so I wanted to I wanted to, to retake it to see how I fared, and then I wanted to see how Travis did. Um, and so actually, I found an article that that talked a little bit about personality tests and, and whether or not they're they're accurate, right? Um, and so that's where this article comes in. Uh, which is an NPR article, actually, which is personality tests are popular, but do they capture the real you by Annie Murphy Paul? That's that that name throws me off with the extra first name at the end. Yeah, like Annie Murphy. I'm I'm good. Who's Paul? What what is what is Paul doing here? It's it's like uh, it's like it, if it's like if the author's name was Peter Paul Mary, it would have yeah that whoa. Okay, anyway. No, that's a band. That's not a real person. <laughs> it's we're recording this at about 12:30 in the uh AM uh my time. So, we'll we'll see how how straight I can uh stay on course for the rest of the episode. And, and I'm drinking scotch whiskey all night long. Scotch, 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 scotch. <laughs> uh okay, so so we did the uh personality test. We got our results. The I, the first test I looked up was it, like a fifty dollar test, yeah, and then yeah. you're like, "Hey, go take this other one that will basically give you the same idea, but then try to sell you a lot more information after the fact." Right, right. right. So, so um, if you if you want to if you want to try this, if you're listening, uh, head out Google Google on the internets and and find a. Myers Briggs test that you can find out your personality type. Well, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll 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 actually make sure that the the link is in the show notes. So oh, very good call. Head over okay. head over head wait, over to. Way to make it easy for the people, Brandon. Way to <laughs> way to, way to be there to. Uh, I don't know. Look out for the best interest. Is that part of your personality type? Think, what, what what were your results? <laughs> what are my results? Uh, well, okay, so we'll. we'll I think we'll go into our results and then we'll we'll talk a little bit about the, this this article in depth, right? Definitely, yeah, for sure. Okay, so uh, first and foremost, I am a uh, diplomat, mediator, an INFP, which is introverted. Um, oh, I have to get all the number the the letters again. Uh, introverted, intuition, feeling, and perceiving. Those are those are my four aspects with a dash A for assertive. What, okay. What, what did you have? Nearly the same. It's it's a it's a wonder that we're friends. Uh, <laughs> I I am the personality type of the advocate in INFJ dash A, uh, in introverted, intuitive, feeling, judging. That's assertive. right. Yeah, that's that sounds so, about right. Yeah. You're always you're always judging me. So uh, so harshly because all the time because I'm the funny one. Um, and so, <laughs> what what is all right? So so we'll start with with your results, right? You um the the test we we took on this particular site. There's uh, maybe about four or five pages of additional information, right? And the thing you 
you took the test and you said, oh man, that's, it's got me nailed. What? Well, I mean, there were certain parts of the, cause okay. They, they give you that, like that splash screen where it's like, here's, here's your personality type. Here's a little bit about what that means. Here are some other popular INFJs that um, I guess you could relate to. Mine were like Martin Luther King and Mother Teresa. And I was just like, ah, let's, I mean, that's swinging for the fences. I'm more of like a, you know, bouncing off the pitcher's mound kind of guy to make a terrible sports analogy. <laughs> but <laughs> um, yeah, and then it goes on page after page of different uh, descriptions about how you interact with other people, how you interact with work, your mm -hmm. relationships, things like that. Uh, some of those paragraphs uh, illustrated situations that were very much, yes, that is how I behave in this situation. These, this is definitely how I interact with others, how I feel about certain things. Yeah. Uh, other things were kind of generalized and could probably apply to a wide number of people. Um, so I, and I kind of take all this with a grain of salt, but I think we'll get into that a little bit later. But yeah, there are definitely parts where I'm like, yes, that that way of thinking is definitely how I enter into situations. Right. Yeah. I, I had that. I had that same kind of experience when I took the test originally. Or I was I was reading through it and I was like, oh my god, yeah, it knows me, it knows me, too, like eerily knows me. And uh, my my buddy Patrick or right, uh, he took it and he's the same as me, minus one letter. He's ENFP, so he's extroverted. Um, right. Yeah. And and so we were both just talking to each other on our work instant messenger. And we kept like quoting lines from ours and we're like, Oh my God, that, that is you. Oh, that is what, why does this know us? The, and I'll, and I'll, on a side note, this test knows me more than Chelsea knows me. <laughs> uh, Chelsea so, being your wife of over a decade. <laughs> uh, she went uh, to, we went to the store today and she, she spent about five minutes in front of the relish jars. And she's mm -hmm. like, does Brandon like sweet relish or, dill relish and which is a question that i feel has been established every time i go to the store and say "Ugh, sweet sweet pickles disgusting i, uh, I was i was totally gonna guess dill relish i'm just i'm just putting that out right there. Anyway, i, I would have rolled the, i would have rolled the dice and brought <laughs> home the dill i just uh, want you to know that okay well chelsea she, if you're listening <laughs> shit the dill she rolled the wrong dice and she <laughs> bought a jar of sweet relish to put in our deviled her, eggs. I her, like, her D20 came up with a two. <laughs> Roll for right answer. Um, critical. It was a perception. It was a perception rule. <laughs> Nerd. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So the, it's so, it was, it's so, it was so cool to me um, because it, it didn't necessarily open my eyes because I feel like I have a pretty good sense of who I am anyway. Uh, but mm -hmm. just to kind of have it confirm certain aspects of me. And then, then I actually read some of the other ones just to see like, okay, maybe it is like astrology horoscope ish, this particular website we looked and I was like, no, no, those things, those things don't apply to me. I, the, they had the right one. My, my test showed up with the right one. Uh, I, I'm interested because there's, there's, there's a couple things at play here. Um, one being that you are answering a significant amount of questions. It's not an overly long test, it, but it's, it, they estimate about 10 to 12 minutes to complete it. 
Uh, and you're answering on a spectrum, usually from strongly to agree all the way to strongly disagree. And, and, and you're, you're building uh, information about yourself for the website to figure out. So mm-hmm. uh, whereas astrology, they just kind of pick an ar- arbitrary point, yeah. like the, the day that, or the month that you were born. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and then we're supposed to assume everyone that was born within that month all has the same personality or the same outlook. This, this is really based on how your worldview is at the time that you take the test. Yeah. So such a Leo your feelings about yourself, such a Leo such, thing to say, such a Leo, you know, you know, me <laughs> rar, rar. Uh, <laughs> you're, are you, you're a Leo, right? Absolutely. Through yeah. and through. Oh man. Whether that matters or not. We're the best. Leo. <laughs> We're the best. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So, so this article, the, the NPR article, Mm-hmm. They, they kind of take a uh, skeptic approach to these personality tests. They're not really buying in on the idea. There's definitely a, a counter argument um, where the the writer goes starts out by saying that she outright says that they're inaccurate or not not correct. Yeah, uh, and and made that claim like twelve years ago or something like that. Yeah, she she wrote and, she and, wrote a book right, the cult of personality yeah. testing. Right, which basically said, yeah, the the accuracy of these tests is not is not good, and it's in in some ways no better than than horoscopes, right? Right, and and she's not just referring to this Myers Briggs test, but all personality tests over the course of the study of psychology. So, uh, she includes Rorschach tests Mm -hmm. in that. Uh, there are some other tests. I I don't have the article up in front of me. I'm yeah. failing you as a, as a co-host. Uh, right Myer, Myers Briggs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, those, that one. Those yeah. two. What one done uh, by by a Stark Hathaway? Uh, um. So, but but it's it's all talking about sort of this, uh, and it's more about the the groups of people that take these tests and yeah. then live their lives based on the results of their personality test, almost to a point where it's a almost a religious experience for them where everything they do kind of revolves around their four letter acronym that describes who they are as a person and their personality. Yeah. Uh, and and I what, mean, what, what I think the, the author also goes into is this kind of acceptance of, okay, people do, I understand that people do take this information, their, their four letter acronym and they, they glean, gleam some insight right from from the whatever their their personality is right and so right. she's okay with that what she ends up not being okay with and this is what her book was about evidently is using your personality types in like hiring or promoting in in the workplace or or where you should be put in school stuff like that and saying that okay it's okay for people to like like get some information about themselves and open up their eyes to who they are, but it's not okay for someone to, to use these tests as an actual marker of, of who this person is. Yeah. And I think, I think, uh, the, the workplace example is particularly interesting because if, if you were going in for a job and part of the application process was to take a personality test to show how well you would fit in at the job, uh, your answers for those questions may not be a hundred percent authentic. You, you're, you're a, 
you're you're forced to take the test. It's not it's not something you're doing willingly. And I think if you're taking that test trying to appear a certain way, you may not answer the questions 100% uh accurately. Yeah. So uh, real world example, uh my younger brother Brett, he's going in for air traffic control. He's actually at the Air Traffic Control Academy in Oklahoma City. And one of the Shout out to OKC. Yep, I'm Bob. Just it out. Bob, Bob Carroll, Thunder up. You still got uh, tickets, season tickets? Um, can I get one? No, I don't want one. Just joking. Uh, <laughs> we you know, should meet up in OKC and go to a game. Oh my god, reunion! What up? <laughs> uh, anyway, so yeah, so Brett's at uh, air traffic control school, but one of the the requirements for the application was he had to take this really really long personality test, and um, if you if you don't meet the criteria for what they want in a personality, then they will, they'll, they'll turn you down. Well, uh, we found out that some people had, had actually like, uh, in like the FAA message boards for like, like students applying, there were people like saying like, okay, here's how you should answer all these questions. Like, here's, like here's like, here's the personality that they're looking right. for ahead of time here's here's the grading scale and the answer key essentially make sure you answer all these questions right that way you get in uh and, and i think a lot of people got in trouble for it but i mean that's just the thing like if you have to answer a certain way on a personality test that's what i think the author is getting at it, that you, they shouldn't be using this I I feel like for the case where where we took the test for this podcast, I wasn't I wasn't trying to present myself a certain way or do it for you know a job or anything like that. So I think I was more open to answering honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the questions, uh, the intro to the question says for you to answer it as honestly as possible whether or not you like that about yourself. And I think that's, that's an interesting thing for them to note is not everybody likes every aspect of their personality. And some people struggle with things that are inherently part of who they are. And so they try to hide those things or, or, or shield them from the world. So to make a point of saying, Hey, answer these things honestly on the test to get a better sense of who you truly are. Um, has has some weight to it, and I thought that was an interesting point. So I tried to. There were some points where I was like, uh, "No, I feel this way about it." And then I thought about it, and I was like, "You know, maybe I do actually, yeah, kind of approach situations in a different way." And and I adjusted some of my answers accordingly. Let, let me. Okay, all right. I'll be honest with myself. <laughs> I guess. Okay. Uh, yeah, I drink I too I much. Just... <laughs> scotch, 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 scotch. Um. Uh, Oh, yeah, I mean, you know, it's, I mean, how accurate can these, these tests be in order to be used in these kind of decision-making processes, right? And, and and moreover, do you think that it's appropriate to require them at all? Do you, do you think that you need to figure out about a certain type of personality to make sure that they're going to work in that environment or is that something that you can do through an interview process or background checks or things like that? Uh, do you feel like it's an appropriate thing to include in you know, I, I, I don't hiring process. I don't. Right. I, I do not because I don't think it's has enough scientific backing with it to, okay. to, 
logically to say, okay, no, we, we need to, you know, shun this person out of this job. And, and aside from that, you know, there's a whole aspect of diversity that, that you need to have in, you know, we're in the air force, obviously Travis, I think you are still. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, are that's you? the only reason, that's the only reason I shave every day. <laughs> um, and you know, there, there's so many people that we know that, are the opposite of us on this, this four letter acronym scale. Right. And sure. in every single one of these, these, these people add something di- different and unique to the air force and in the workplace. And and this applies, I think to, to every kind of uh, industry that's out there. I don't, I don't think you can say, yeah, you know, we don't need the, the extroverted people who aren't feeling right. Who aren't intuitive. I don't, I don't think that's the right thing, the right direction to go. Yeah. I I appreciate that way of thinking about things. And I think that various personalities and different, uh, I don't know, I guess temperaments or or things like that can have pros and cons and, and in the right work environment, some people excel in certain areas and some people excel in other areas. And I, I guess the only counter argument would be if you're say, I don't know, like in like the medical field or something and you're like doing like working with patients or you're like you're in customer service, yeah. but like then your personality is like super introverted and also like angry or something and like, <laughs> you know, like dislikes people or something like yeah. maybe working with customers isn't best for you. Maybe you need to find a more technical job or something like that. Uh, like, should that be the reason why you get hired or not? I don't know. Maybe you can adapt, but yeah. And, and that's and that actually brings me to another point that I like to bring up, and and it comes up in the article too. Uh, the it's uh, Annie Murphy Paul. So she she talks about how these uh, these personality tests they they place us in containers, sort of right. They they limit you to a certain be, to being a certain type of person. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas she feels human beings are way more complicated than any personality test has pinned. And there are more aspects to us and there's more uh, to our personality than can fit in a specific box. So yes, while I read that description of who I was as an INFJ or whatever, a lot of those things were accurate and things that I felt about myself, but I don't know if it painted a complete picture of who I am. Yeah. And if I did go read through some of those other ones, maybe there would be little bits that stood out where I was like, you know, that is how I feel every so often. And maybe, maybe not as much would apply, but yeah, there's probably a few little bits here and there where I'm like, okay, yeah, maybe I'm mostly this, but I'm also a little bit of these things as well. Yeah. I think there's a, a certain level of the folks who are outside our heads, right? Our friends or coworkers who, if they saw that you're an INFJ, they would say, Oh, really? Really? I don't I don't see that in you. Right? Like I get that a lot from me. They're like, yeah, yeah, man, you're such you're such an extrovert. You're always out so outgoing all the time, blah 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 blah. And like, ah, eh, actually, when it comes down to it at the end of the day, I really don't I really need to be alone and not talk to anybody. Like I need I need that time to to recuperate. And like, wow, I, I didn't know that. Uh, and and that's a, that's a, the thing I've always been told about introverts and extroverts. It's not about 
your ability to behave in social situations. It's not about your ability to interact with other people, but it's more about how you charge versus recharge. And, you know, at the end of the day, if you're, if you're worn down, do you recharge by being around a bunch of people and hanging out and being going to a party or something like that? Or do you prefer to go home maybe with only a couple of people or by yourself completely and enjoy activities that are a little bit more uh, alone-ish, less, <laughs> right. less social yeah. uh, to kind of recharge your batteries. And I know there's been a few conventions and things where we've attended where <laughs> after three solid days of social interaction, you're like, I need a, <laughs> I need a break. I need to, I need to go home and yeah. not talk to anybody for a while. Yeah. And, and it's so, and it's so weird because a lot of the people that we've, we've interacted with, they, that we've, and I've talked to them after the, the cons, they're all the same way. They're like, uh, we, they call it the post-con funk, right? Whether it's like, I don't want to, I got to be away from people for, for a couple of days, right? It's just, although it I think them. the post-con f- funk might also be a viral infection <laughs> that that's going around due to uh questionable, uh, yeah. you know, bathing habits. Well, like I that. usually get sick before the con. So I think I'm patient zero normally. Yeah. I, I think, I think you are patient <laughs> zero most of the time. You should just stop shaking hands so much, Brandon. It's 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 not helping anyone. <laughs> hey, Brandon, apathetic enthusiasm. How you doing, sir? Here's my card. Uh, so, and I sorry. No, it, it's okay. No, I was gonna say, you know, I, we we like to think about these things in the lens of pop culture. Uh, what? I know there have been movies out there, like, for instance, the I've heard Carl Jung mentioned just with regard to the Myers Briggs test, uh, because Carl Jung was was where Myers Briggs kind of uh, took a leaping off point, and so okay. you know the first thought I had, of course, was uh, a Dangerous Method by David Cronenberg, which is about Sigmund Freud and Carl Jung kind of combating over the 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 psychological well being of a young Russian woman. Um, uh, Dangerous Method was was that the one that Coolio did the soundtrack for? That's right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. With uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> that's that's that, inner city school. That that's right. No. That's the one. No, it's not inner city school. They're up north in Alaska, and they're they're trying to get get crab. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's deadliest catch. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's what I, I was got. Thinking, I was thinking of Dangerous Minds. That's uh, what it was. That's what I got in college. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brandon. I'm just kidding. Uh, I didn't go to college. So I, I didn't have quite an obscure reference to, to go off of, so I had to uh, seek out the Googles, yeah. and I, I did what any fledgling podcast host would do, <laughs> and I searched uh, personality type movies, and I did not find a whole lot of movies, or any for that matter, that talked specifically about different types of personality and things like that. But what I did find was a gem that's uh, almost sweeter. And that is a bunch of examples of movie and television show characters Uh broken into their uh, respective personality types. That's that's good. That's good. So what I did is I took uh, my results, the INFJ and your results, the INFP and then got (laughs) a, a group of, uh, characters that sort of represent who we are as individuals. Right? Okay, uh, I'm excited. So, so from from the world of Star Wars, 
uh, right off the top, uh, I am more of an Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh. You, you are a Luke Skywalker, which basically means I'm teaching you everything, and you're a whiny uh, moisture <laughs> farmer from the outer... outer uh, oh. <laughs> Aunt Peru! Uh, <laughs> Aunt Peru! I was going to go down to Tashi Station and get some power converters. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, God. Uh, so, okay, also, moving on. Also, over. I'm still alive. <laughs> yeah, I'm alive in spirit. Oh, so, that's know. right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, you are an okay. INFJ, and, and, your, and your avatar is a wizard, so that makes sense. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, the Lord of the Rings, very popular series. Okay. Uh, you are more of a Frodo. <laughs> so, you know, good, good for you. Okay. What What does that, uh, what does that mean? That I, I don't know. That have big like, hairy feet. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think, I think, I think you care about the other people, but like, like, you I do, don't know. Like, like I just do You're what kind needs, of a wimp. I, I do what needs to be done. Uh, but you know, I keep making bad decisions <laughs> Maybe. throughout the, know. Uh, throughout the course of a nine hour movie. I was listed as uh Galadriel, which if you've seen all the movies, including some of the Hobbit movies, that I don't know if that bodes bodes well for me, uh, to be honest. I don't know if that's spot on. Do maybe you, maybe it's a really old chart. Does Galadriel die? I don't I don't think. I I'm just gonna assume maybe that Galadriel dies. We'll just assume all of my characters die, and <laughs> you're you're the Sean Bean pr- of personalities. <laughs> it's pretty accurate as we go down here. Uh, so moving into the world of uh, Marvel superheroes, <laughs> all right. Uh, I have three of each for for both of us. Okay. So uh, the INFJs were more of your Captain America, Groot, or Doctor Strange, which. I'm very happy to accept any of those characters. Uh, I wear a Captain America shirt. I am Groot, uh, Doctor Strange in theaters, November 4th. Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right, okay. All right, Captain America and Doctor Strange. Like, I'm, I'm, with, I'm with them on that, okay? I can see it because your avatar for the INFJ is a wizard already. So Doctor Strange <laughs> is good, and the, the Captain America, all right. I don't know where the Groot comes in. That makes... He's 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 self sacrificing. <laughs> he's he's a man of few words. He's more introverted, but yeah. you know he's he's good. He's a man of action. He's a any he, or a, a any, tree of action, I guess. And he has a very limited vocabulary. Absolutely, that is you to that is you to a a T, which is a letter in the alphabet. Whereas the more joking, uh, witty, the funny one, if you will, Brandon <laughs> as an INFP. Your first character to come up was Spider-Man. So yes. Right on. Uh, you also had uh, Falcon and Carol Danvers. So, you know, good good on you. All, right. all, all, all fighting them for the right side. All, all, all good folks. Yeah, I think we're all uh, on the same side. Civil War. Do you, Hashtag. Oh, I just, I just read Civil War issue six for Civil War two. It's, it's all I, out. I'm, it's I'm all still out enjoying it. I'm still enjoying it. Uh, okay. Do you want to know our Walking Dead characters? Yes, I just want to say uh, Spider Man makes sense. If I was a superhero, that would that would probably be me. Do you do you want to guess who your Walking Dead character is? Oh man, if um Daryl, <laughs> 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 or 
or Carol. Abs- absolutely not. Uh, you're Tyrese. Tyrese. Yeah. <laughs> and I can tell. Oh, hell that- no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I'm Herschel. So, you know, I, I <laughs> spoilers, lose my leg and eventually take a machete to the head. Now, is this is this the Walking Dead TV or the comics? The, the the graphic I saw used their their television characters okay. as the images, so I'm I'm assuming it's it's the show. Oh hell no! Nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then the final one I have is uh, Game of Thrones. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh huh. Exci- okay. Right. Excited for it to be back, and uh, you are the mother of dragons. All right. And I know nothing, so. <laughs> oh, that's too uh, bad. Yeah, so so Jon Snow and Daenerys. Um, I, I what what do you think? What do you think about that that crop of, of characters for uh, yourself? For for me, um, do you do when you watch those shows? Do you relate to any of those characters? Have you found yourself sort of gravitating towards them in any way? Oh, uh, hell no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I mean, Spider Man. I've always, you know. I've always seen a little bit of myself in Spider-Man. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I've always seen my, a little bit of myself in, in Luke Skywalker. You know, just trying, <laughs> just trying to get get away from the the family farm. You yeah. Know, looking you just a life of event, yeah. life of adventure. <laughs> Used to hit hitting womp rats. Yeah. Out and and ending up on the same crappy planet time after time. Kissing your sister after. God, if only long, it, being long gone from, from if, each other. If only I had a hot sister to make out with. <laughs> Just give me that chance. I, I, uh, what, do you, what do you what do you think? Um, yeah, I mean, minor. Uh, uh, the Gladrill one is sort of out of left field for me. Um, but Obi Wan, yeah, I've always I've always liked Obi Wan. My favorite of the new Star Wars run. Uh of comics is is one where it talks about obi-wan's backstory kind of leading up to yeah. uh, it's all of his time on tatooine before he actually hangs out with luke skywalker in new hope here, here, here's, uh, a, here's a question for you uh of the marvel characters which one would you do you relate to most of the marvel cinematic universe uh i really gravitate a lot towards captain america to be honest gosh um, such it's, a boy scout i <laughs> And you know that's that part about being honest, right? You uh-huh. know, it's it's not it's not the best answer, but um, it's it's the it's the honest answer probably. Yeah, is is the Boy Scout in Captain America? Yeah, yeah. Um, Though I never was a Boy Scout, so uh, maybe it's maybe it's because I have a man crush on him, but it it has it's probably Ant Man of all the Marvel. Oh yeah, absolutely. You could I could totally see that. <laughs> oh, okay. Cool. So I'm not, I'm not just deluding myself. Like that's actually <laughs> you're, not, you're not coming up with that. <laughs> I, I, I'm the Hulk because we just look vaguely similar. You are such a ruffalo. Like, so ruffalo. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, any anything else you want to cover on this, Brandon, about the uh, the personality test? Yeah, I, I, I wanted to ask just the last question. It, I, I, I look back at myself just five years ago and I'm embarrassed by the things I've done and said. And I look back 10 years ago and exponentially more embarrassed about things I said and done. Uh, but then when I was a teenager, okay, obviously it's like the world is just a completely different place from where I am now maturity wise. 
do you th- do you feel that your your personality has has changed since you were a teenager or is it is it just stayed the same but just kind of um matured a little bit i guess it's a weird question but yeah i i definitely think as i became a teenager i definitely came became more uh my personality really fleshed out uh it teenage years are an awkward time and we sort of are trying things out and trying to figure out who we are and so <clears throat> as as i started to become an adult 18 19 20 uh i was i was really uh a little bit more outgoing and a little bit zanier and crazier i guess um and i've calmed down since i, I became a a husband and a f- father, <laughs> but uh, my kids definitely see that weird side of me on a regular basis yeah. and hear my cheesy jokes and things like that. Yeah, you know the the real golden gems that don't even make it on the <laughs> podcast. Uh, I feel sorry for their senses of humor as they mature. Um, but yeah, I think by and large, my personality has stayed the same. But I, especially in the last like decade with. Um, being in the military and things like that, there are aspects of my personality that have adjusted Mm -hmm. and even just parts of how I see the world and how I see uh, my place in it, it has sort of shifted a little bit. And so I think I have changed personality wise a little bit uh, for the, some, in some ways for the better in some ways, maybe not so much. Uh, But yeah, I definitely think my personality has adapted uh, as I've grown up and, as I continue to go through life, I think a little, a little, I mean, at, at my core, I'm still the same person, mm-hmm. but there are definitely things that kind of ebb and flow. Yeah. I, one of the reasons I wanted to do this and take the test again was to see if just in a couple months I had a different, different indicator. Right. And, you know, it turns out, you know, I, I'm the same for the most part, but when, when I think back as uh, when I was a teenager, before I started getting into like drama and stuff like that, uh, going to like acting school, I was a pretty, I was a fairly shy kid, I think. And I only had like, you know, just like a core group of friends. Um, and, and it's, it's weird because there's almost, there's like, I'm an, I'm like an onion, Travis, in the sense that you, you smell real bad and make people cry. <laughs> I did smell really bad. I used to, I used to like eat a bag of, uh, Salsa Verde Doritos every day, <laughs> and and that guy. I don't know how I had a girlfriend back then. Way to way to perpetuate the stereotype, Brandon. <laughs> really, really good. Uh, yeah. I'm so super, so super smelly. But so I think there's there's multiple levels where like I, I developed this way of being an introvert and this this shy kind of person, but having this mask of extroversion or outgoingness that mm-hmm. yeah. that I've developed all the more since I was a, a teenager, right? And and now, now I use it in my uh leadership style and my management style just for for people who who I work with. Pretty cool. So I, yeah, I think I that's interesting. Um it is. Yeah. I don't right. know how, well, I don't know, I don't know how accurate it is uh all these yeah, all these yeah. tests, but it's still like we we refer to each other in like when you're meeting new people in the Air Force there's this four lenses, this four colors personality test. And you always, you, you can, everyone's done it pretty much in the air force. 
and they you can go up to somebody and be like, hey, uh, what what's your what's your colors? Like, oh, I'm a gold. I'm I'm really organized and kind of stickler. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm I'm more like a blue green. I, I like I I I'm feeling I'm in touch with people's feelings, but I'm also very logical. So oh okay, cool, cool. And it is it is funny in my, in my computer career field how many people are like greens yeah. and gold and just like super logical, super like analytical people. Yeah. Um. But so I mean, isn't maybe it, there's some maybe something to all this stuff. But, it, but isn't it funny how we refer to ourselves as that? Like, and how universal it is within our job that we know what our four colors are and how to adapt our leadership or or personality styles to suit certain other colors. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways, anyways, <laughs> I'm a blue green. So, all right. Shout out to the blue greens out there. Um, <laughs> well, if it, what do you guys think about all of this personality stuff? Do you think it's a, a load of hogwash or hogwash. do you live your do you live your life around the personality test that personality. you're taking? Uh, we'd love to hear what you guys think about it. If you guys uh, go check out the article, we'd love to hear your thoughts on uh, whether or not these personality tests are worth paying attention to in the first place. Did you go out and, and take the personality test? Do you want to share your results with us? Do you do you match us? Are you completely opposite? Um, and, and, and even if you just have another story idea, we'd love to get your input for a future topic. You can do all of that stuff over at our website, apatheticenthusiasm.com. You can follow our social feeds at facebook.com slash apatheticenthusiasmshow, over on Twitter at apathusiast, on Instagram, apathetic underscore enthusiasm. And you can email us show topics any day of the week at apatheticenthusiasmshow at gmail.com. That's all of them, right? Did that, we get them all? That That's it. That's it. I One last recommendation, go watch Garden State for... Uh, for an example of what Travis is. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. That's me and my wife right there, Garden State. Um, that's, that's I'm gonna I'm gonna probably watch that movie now. See, I I took a week off of work. There's a good chance I'm gonna watch that movie. I, I called it. I called it. There's there's Travis's personality. <laughs> you you think I'm this depressed Zach Braff character that like that that matches with the walls. It, you know, I will tell you what, I thought about that movie a lot when I went back home uh, for when my dad was passing, uh-huh. uh, just because the themes and everything were kind of in line. But yeah, yeah, there's there's some nuggets. There's some Travis nuggets <laughs> in that movie for sure. Tra- all right, Travis <laughs> nuggets. You can get them at McDonald's. <laughs> They're all white meat now. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, until next week, thank you so much for listening. I'm Travis. And I'm Brandon. We'll see you next time. Have a good one or two. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.